Shalom to everyone. I would like to share with you a concept about what Rosh Hashanah is all about. And I think it will also have practical significance to how we approach this Heiliger Day of the year Rosh Hashanah. Of course, Kedal Kiba Koydesh, I'd like to start off with two questions that I think this concept will answer both. Question number one is a very popular question that at first sight, it seems like the order should be reversed. Why is Rosh Hashanah before Yom Kippur? It would make more sense that Yom Kippur should be first, because Yom Kippur is a, a day that HaKadosh Baruch atones for our sins, and then we'll be ready to go into Judgment Day. So why is Rosh Hashanah, the day of judgment, before Yom Kippur, where HaKadosh Baruch forgives us for all our sins? Question number two. It seems like there is a bit of a contradiction about the day of Rosh Hashanah. On the one hand, we know Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Aseret Yemei Tshuva. And Tshuva is all about asking for forgiveness and regretting all the sins we did. But on the other hand, we see that we do our best to stay away from even mentioning the word sin in Rosh Hashanah. You look at the davening, there is no mention of sin. More than that, even something that has a slight resemblance to the word sin, we refrain from doing. What I mean when I say that, is that when you look at the halacha, there is an Indian, the halacha says that one should not eat an egoz, because it has a numerical value, i.e. in gematria, the same value as chet, as sin. So, what's going on? And also, how does that make sense, that it's the first of a certi mechuvah? if we can't even say anything about sin? To answer these questions and more, perhaps we, look, we have to look at things in a, at a different angle. We'll start with bringing up a famous Machloikis Rishonim about the first commandment. The first of the Ten Commandments says, Anuchi Hashem, I am your God, Hashem. There's a Machloikis over here that some Rishonim, most of them, the Rambam, the Smag, etc., they say that this is also one of the Tariag, one of the 613 mitzvahs we have, that we have, we have to believe that Kodesh Bulhu is God, Anuchi Hashem. However, the Behag and the Budraham, they say that it's not a mitzvah. Rather, it's just accepting Hashem as king. Kabbalat ol machut To understand the Behag and the, the Barbanel better, the Ramban brings down the Mechilta, and the Mechilta brings a story, a parable, that, ex- that through that parable we can explain this opinion better. In the parable, there's a king that comes to, towards a certain city, and all the residents of the city run towards the king as he approaches, and they say to him, Please, give us, give us the laws. Which laws should we abide by? And straight away the king, when he approaches that city for the first time, he says, No, I will not. First, once you accept upon yourself my kingship, then then I will give you laws to abide by. Why? He said, the king said to them, because because if you're not going to accept my kingship, my commandments and laws, how are you going to be mekayim? How can you be abiding by them if you don't even accept me as king? And that is how the Ramban, the Mechilta, explain these shitas because first we have a prerequisite for doing any mitzvah is to accept the Kodesh Buhu as king the svara, the logic is obvious 
because if we don't accept HaKadosh Buchu as king, there's no relevance to discuss mitzvahs or sins or anything. Mimele, already, we have some clarity about why Rosh Hashanah is imperative that it comes before the other Aserot Yemei Tshuva, before the rest of the Yemei Tshuva. Why? Because we can't talk about a sin. First we have to approach Rosh Hashanah, which is the theme of Rosh Hashanah. You see this in all the prayers that we're being mamlicha Kaddish Buhu. We're making a Kaddish Buhu the, the king. So we answered our first question, why Rosh Hashanah has to come first. However, we didn't really totally answer how it makes sense that Rosh Hashanah is part of a Selti Meitshuvah. We just understand it's a prerequisite to asking for forgiveness regarding sins. We did answer the question that Rosh Hashanah is not literally related, directly related to sin, and therefore we stay, stay away from mentioning anything to do with sin, because we're concentrating on the idea of being Mamlich HaKadosh Bochu, making sure we all, with a full heart, accept Hashem as King, and then we can talk about the Averas in the days after Rosh Hashanah. But I want to bring it, I want to say another idea that deepens the existing idea, and through that we can also answer the other question we, ra- we raised. And that is the following. If you think about it, every time a person performs a sin, there's actually there's actually two things a person is doing wrong. One is the, the, the obvious, which is the sin is committing. But more than that, within every sin, there's an element of being rebelling against the Kaddish Buhu. Why? Meaning, it's a blemish in you accepting Hashem as king. Because if you're totally conscious of the fact that Kodesh Buchu is king and he commands us to do these mitzvahs and to refrain from doing these sins, avelas, then you would not perform the sin. So, in actual fact, the mere fact that you created, the, that you performed the sin, shows a lack of you totally accepting Kodesh Buchu as king, at least at that moment. So, if you think about it, the f- from the when we realize on Rosh Hashanah and we have a full heart, we have a change of heart that we totally accept Hakadosh Baruch Hu 100% as our King, as the King of the world, Melech Malchi Amlochim, we're actually in a way rectifying this, all the sins because all the sins has have this have this common denominator. The root cause is that we rebelled at a, to a certain, on a certain le, on a certain level from a certain perspective. We rebelled against Hakadosh Baruch Hu regarding his kingship. And now, we're saying we made a mistake and we accept upon ourselves that HaKadosh Baruch is king. With this idea, we've also answered the question that we raised at the beginning. How is Rosh Hashanah relevant? And why is it called one of the first Asalti Yimei Tshuva? It is, because it is part of Tshuva. When you accept HaKadosh Baruch as king, you're rectifying what you did in all your sins. All your sins have an aspect that you diminish the concept that HaKadosh Baruch is king. And now we're rectifying that, we're fixing that by us accepting HaKadosh Baruch as king. But even more than that, it's very important, this is very practical advice about Rosh Hashanah. Even more than that, HaKadosh Baruch did an unbelievable chesed with us. It's brought down Unbelievable chesed that HaKadosh Buhu 
judges us based on how we are on the day of Rosh Hashanah, despite the fact that we did many Averas. And the Yetzirah will tell you, come on, you did Averas, you'll continue to do sins. Ah, forget it, what's the point of davening to Hashem and crying to Hashem and you want to be close to Hashem, you want to be a good soldier, a good slave to Hashem. That's what the Yetzirah is going to do. But what Hashem wants you to do is to beat that Yetzirah and if you're really in your heart are totally devoted to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and accept Him as King, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will judge you and dependent on that, the way you're feeling in your heart, that is what's going to define how your year is going to be. What tools you're going to get, how much money, health, happiness, etc. Because all those are tools to be Oyved Hashem, like we discussed last week. And the point of time where Hashem judges us is doing, during the blowing of the shofar which according to what we're saying fits perfectly because blowing of the shofar one of the most important themes is that we're actually being just like when a king is anointed then we use the trumpet to blow on the trumpet so that when the king becomes king so to here we're making a king and as it says in Unetane Tokes that when does a judge us? when the shofar is blown and hence it is very imperative that during the blowing of the shofar, as opposed to looking at the Baal Tokea, or trying to see how long he can do the Tkiya Gdoila, instead we have to concentrate and have a change of heart, that we are totally, fully accepting HaKadosh Baruch as King, and the request to get all the tools we need to do our utmost in being a loyal soldier and slave to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just to, sh- to emphasize this Nakuda, that it's enough just to have a change of heart. And it doesn't matter that in two weeks from now we might fall again with the same sins. But if at the point of Rosh Hashanah, we would blow the Shoifal, HaKadosh Baruch Hu and sees that in our hearts we're really devoted to Hashem and we want to be close to Hashem and we accept Him as King, and then based on that we will be judged. We see this concept that when a person says, Hareat Mekudeshetli, I want to marry you, and based on, only on the Tznai that I'm a Tzadik and everyone knows who's the biggest Rasha we still say there's a chance she's Mekudeshet and we have to treat her as if she's Safik Mekudeshet why? because all it requires is a second of Hilhu Tshuva in your heart that you say I am changing and based on that in the Kadesh whose books were already a Tzadik and despite the fact that the Yitzhah will, pro- will try to always make us mayash and give us hope, forget it, who are we, we always sin, we'll continue to sin. No, we have to fight that and realize that HaKadosh Baruch is doing chesed with us and it's based on what's in our hearts. And it obviously has to be a real change of heart. Based on that, HaKadosh Baruch will judge us. that in this Rosh Hashanah will be mamlich HaKadosh Baruch 100% and be a year of health, happiness and spiritual growth all for avoid the session which and good here